Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country, and I've learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys, Shane from Karate Over Coffee with another espresso shot. This time I'm talking about, I think I've already, I've covered something like it before, but this one is going to be pretty specific because we're opening a fourth location, a fourth dojo. So we've got, this will be our third full-time dojo and we have a satellite dojo as well. But this one we're looking at as a full-time dojo it's about 15 to 20 minutes in that, that sort of location. We haven't really found a, a suitable dojo yet, um, but we are definitely on the on the lookout. Bit hard leading up to Christmas to find one, but uh, where there's a will, there is a way. I'm always a big believer in in um, you know if you believe it'll happen, it'll happen. I'm very optimistic in that sort of regard. So it's a. 15 20 minutes away from our current dojo which in this area we were actually in and around this area for more than 20 years so we definitely know the area but when my parents retired from from the day-to-day running of the dojo i moved it closer to my house in fact it's on the same street it's a three minute walk if i if my old house if i take a step outside onto the onto the walk, onto the, the road. Now I can actually see the sign for the dojo, it's that close. But anywho, so we uh, when we're looking at a dojo, a couple of things that we look at. Well, let me just backtrack. Why 15 minutes? Why 15, 20 minutes away? Well, it's far enough away that I don't get that many inquiries in that area. And it's close enough if I have to take the class or one of our other instructors at the dojo has to take a class, then we can fill in for the instructor. So we've got the instructor all set, ready to go. It's about finding the right location and uh, and filling it. Basically, it's opening a dojo is um, is pretty straightforward. But you've got to go. You've got to have the systems in place. You've got to understand how to market, how, how to advertise, and, and and that's how you can fill the dojo. It's um, we would like to open the dojo before the start of school hold up before the start of school next year so that's uh, three months away basically which should give us enough time to find a place kit it out if we need to um, and bang fill it so the um, what I'm what we look for in a dojo so when I look at a, a possible location the first thing I look for is parking it's got it's got to be a lot of parking and easy parking one of the benefits of having a karate school is that generally our hours are 4 p.m. onwards or 3.30 p.m. onwards. So a lot of businesses sort of close down 4 or 5 o'clock. So there's not a big crossover if you are in a in a shared building. It's a little, it's minimal, minimal. And uh, depending on the parking, you can you can change your timetable to suit to suit the available parking. But definitely parking is the first thing I look for. You you've got a You've got to account for maybe sixty to sixty to seventy percent of your of your members will be kids. 
So they need to be able to walk safely and, and close to the dojo. The second thing I look for is open space. I don't, I don't want any pillars. I don't want any any pillars in in the middle of the dojo. Uh, I won't, uh, I won't take that dojo. I'll look for another one. Um, you can put padding around it, and it's okay. However, um, it means you can't really use that space around it either. So instead of a a pillar in the middle, like it's half a meter. All of a sudden it's four four square meters you can't use because you can't you can't attack that person inside or you you got to change your cutter or you can't do throws joint locks takedowns around that area even though there is a pad around it, it it's still it's it's not ideal so instead of 200 square kilometers you've only got 190 square kilometers for example that's not kilometers square meters square kilometers geez that'd be the biggest dojo in Australia for sure, for sure, and uh, so they're the two biggest things I look for when I'm when I'm opening a, a dojo. Location, it's not a huge drama. Um, it does we don't get a lot of foot traffic anyway, and most of the inquiries come through Google, Facebook, website referrals, and those sorts of things. So we don't get a lot of foot traffic. We get some, but I found those who are who are just walking in. They rarely sign up, to be honest. It's like an, an afterthought, like, oh, let me just go and check it out, rather than specifically coming to sign up or look. So so it's not a, a huge drama, and, and signage. Signage is, is big too, but it's not as, you know, it's not as, uh, like a McDonald's, everybody knows the M. Not everybody knows your, your trademark, not everyone knows your logo. So not a huge, huge drama, but um, always of the philosophy that you, you get the biggest sign you can afford. So you know you still want to stand out, but it's not it's not crucial. Not not crucial for for such a niche business where people are specifically walking, uh, driving to find you or jumping on Google to find you. Uh, I think you're better off spending the money on on marketing and understanding. Um, lead generation, um, search engine optimization, those sorts of things within your within your website and, and how it links back to um, to your Google and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn or whatever platform that you are using. So there's just a couple of things I look for in a in a dojo. Um, and with with my dojo I don't have any parents waiting inside so it's not a big drama to have a waiting room if I, if this dojo has a waiting room perfect if not I wouldn't worry about it so um, the yeah if, if it's there it's there if it's not it's not um, I'll, I'm, I'm just seeing uh, one of my students walking past catching the bus Milan she's actually better she's going to do her grading so anyway she didn't recognize me which is kind of cool but uh, the um, Anyway, so that's that's what I look for in a dojo. Um, open glass, perfect. Mirrors, perfect. If it's there, it's there. If not, if not. If I'm going to open a dojo on a shoestring in a full-time dojo, definitely I would I would get mats straight away. They're not that expensive, and they they can last depending on how you use them three to four years. Uh, I think ours average is probably two to three years. Um, but you can stretch them out to three to four 
um, but they are like they're the first thing that I will get. Don't need mirrors straight away; they're expensive, so you can you can crowdsource them later. Um, uh, bags, if you don't have bags, the focus pads you can you need to get those. Look for something where, where it's on sale. Um, you don't need any corporate orders straight away. You know, you just need to fill the dojo fill the dojo to, to, to pay for the rent straight away so you know there's a couple of things that we're looking for you know in our new dojo uh, but the, the biggest thing I suppose it, any dojo is it's got to be it's got to pay for itself it has to pay for itself and if you don't know how to get students into the dojo then you're in for a, a harsh reality check so if you think that you build it and they'll come it is definitely not not true You've, you've got to invest your time and money into understanding how to get people into your dojo, how to get, and, and definitely how to keep keep students. That's such a massive thing. How to how to retain the students, how to keep your your classes fun and interesting and, and evolving and moving forward. That's a big part of, of running a running a successful dojo and continually running a successful dojo we're lucky that we've been around for more than 30 years and i think a lot of that is due to the fact that we are constantly evolving our training and evolving our, our karate and understanding learning this something else something new we're adding to our syllabus taking taking something out of the syllabus to make it a, a, a better syllabus, something fresh and unique and, and different. That's what we're cons consistently and constantly doing in our karate. And yes, it can can be a little annoying for some some of the students who've been there for a long time. I don't know if annoying is the right word, but it can be a, a little uh, uh, uncomfortable or uh, yeah, maybe annoying. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's what keeps us still motivated to, to find the best type of karate the best type of cutter or a, a different different moving cutter cutter or um, you know something, something that's going to continually challenge myself and our other instructors anyway guys look uh, if you have any questions love to love to hear back but this will be one of the one of the last espresso shots of the year uh, because I'll um, I'll We'll finish up very shortly. Anyway, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning, Australian time. Plus, we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks guys.